Welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast, where we bring you all things energy-related, astro-related. It's a spiritual hub. Um, yeah, for those of you that may not have been listening for very long, I'm an energy healer. I'm a spiritual counselor. And uh, for the last eight years, I've been doing this work uh, in wellness centers in New York City and in my private practice and now upstate New York in Narrowsburg. And I've taught many classes over the years, Empath Empowerment, wrote a little book about it. Um, I've got my oracle cards that I made and my affirmation cards. So I'm always doing a little something, something. Uh, I have guided meditations available through my website um, and, of course, my self-healing mentorship course that I do. So I have I have a lot of stuff going on. So if you feel called to working with me either through an intuitive ast- astrology reading or through uh, some of my medium work um, as a psychic, uh, you know, if you feel intuitively called to work with me, then you can book with me directly online. Uh, All my sessions take place remotely, so if you're in another country, uh, it doesn't stand between us working together. Um, And, you know, I think if you've been listening for a long time, you know that um, for me, working with mentors, working with teachers, working with healers, um, I never have regretted any of that work. I've never regretted any of the money that I've spent or the time that I've spent or the investment um, and I find that um, sometimes it's it's really what you need to receive is that unconditional love from a practitioner. So I do have a couple classes coming up here in Narrowsburg, New York. Um, I'm doing a couple sound baths and, and some astrology um, classes uh, through the Chi Hive. Um, all of this information is always available through my Instagram, too. I'm always updating stuff going on there. Or in my newsletters, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to get the written version, I send an email out weekly uh, with all the links for uh, everything that you might uh, be interested in. So you can visit me at my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Uh, lots of good stuff on there. My newsletter archive, um, my, my little shop, my little online shop, podcasts, uh, press testimonials, more about me, the whole kitten caboodle. I wonder where that term came from, kitten caboodle. Now I have to look that up. I hope it's not like one of those things that actually is like rooted in racism. (laughs) Like so many things that we sometimes realize that we've been saying all along and then we're like, wow, that was not something I should have been saying. All right. So I'm recording this uh, energy report early because I uh, got a lot of feedback from the uh, the one that was a few days late last week due to technical difficulties. Um, so, holy shit, guys. This week was rough. Rough with a capital R. Um, I had 
some really emotional days. Um, a lot of it had to do with exes. It's all about that like deep purge of that Scorpio intimacy, vulnerability, uh, power, control, manipulation, cruelty. You know, I really felt connected to a lot of um, cruelty that I've experienced and just really um, not moving through it mentally, moving through it emotionally. And these are different things. We can know what our feelings are that are bad. We can have an intellectual idea of it without even connecting to the physical purge. So I spent a few days just feeling really overloaded and crying and uh, had a session with my mentor that was very, very helpful and really just fed into me some unconditional love that helped um, that helped just move through a lot of that. Um, some of it was triggered by uh, an ex of mine. Well, I saw an ex of mine last week. And before I saw him, I was holding a lot of resentment about, like, places where I hadn't really forgiven him uh, because I'd given, I felt that I gave a lot into the relationship and then I felt that there was no gratitude towards that. <laughs> that was what I was mad about, right? Not even that, like, I got so little through the relationship. I mean, I got a lot through the relationship. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot of learning. A lot of lessons. Uh, the particular relationship that uh, the ex I saw last week really catapulted me and began my um, my work as a practitioner because I realized it was probably better for me to help people that were willing and not date people that needed help. So I saw him, and when I saw him, I felt a lot of compassion for him because he just seemed really fragile and it, I was able to really put into perspective um like you know what he was capable of and then that created a lot of compassion and forgiveness but I also had to feel those feelings up until that the frustration the the resentment the um anger in a lot of ways so then I inadvertently I made I posted on Instagram this painting that an ex had done of me a few years ago, and uh, someone asked who didn't done it, so I hashtagged him. And I don't typically spend any time like looking up X's and stuff, but I happened to click the link because I was like, okay, well, I'm linking this on my page. Like, what's going to come up? And then I saw that like there were four paintings of my face that he had sold, not given to me, <laughs> right? Just sold to strangers for money, profit. Um, so that really, uh, the first thing I felt was really pissed. I felt really like, you know, I don't know, someone's image. On one hand, it's cool. It's cool to be someone's muse, an artist's muse, but it's also like, um, you know, this thing of beauty that someone created based on you that, like, they didn't give to you, right? So I was like, Felt kind of like butthurt about that. But the real uh, thing that got my little blood boiling was that he got engaged and bless his heart, you know, like I don't begrudge anybody their happiness, uh, especially not him. You know, it's like I'm more than happy that he's found joy with somebody else. 
Uh, and I, like, there's not one part of me that wants to be in a relationship with this person. But he took his engagement photos at the place where he dumped me. <laughs> and I was like, huh. And I didn't really realize, like, how hurtful that felt to me, you know, and, like, how uh, cruel that seemed or just unconscious it seemed. Um, you know, what an amazing trigger for me. I never would have... That's one of those things where, like, the stars just aligned for me to move through this old hurt, you know, because... It's not just about that. There's a bigger theme here about me feeling used, me actively participating in my own usury, right? Like um, giving so much energy uh, without receiving. And um, ultimately, a huge pattern for me around dating narcissists And of course I date narcissists, I was raised by them, you know, and there's a part of me that really gets off on that and has gotten off on it, has gotten off on the self-abuse through that. You know, I, I don't think that it's like their fault that they somehow bewitched me. I think that I really, um, I really looked for that in partners and, uh, you know, that's not my pattern anymore, but I still am moving through a lot of that old residual uh, pain around cruelty, around cruelty and around, um, I guess, whatever the word for not miserliness, maybe, you know, like just that not being generous. And in some ways, like with my ex with the paintings, it just felt really not generous. And I think um, generosity is just so important for us to feel. It's important for us to feel the generosity of others. Um, Like a thank you or appreciation, you know, around like the way that we have um, participated in one another's lives. And So this week with the sun, moon, and Mercury all conjunct on Tuesday in in Scorpio, man, I was really just feeling it. And I know I wasn't the only one because I connected with people who definitely were feeling it too. And then today I'm recording this and it's Mercury retrograde. And, um, in Scorpio. And it's all about these themes of like on what's going on underneath, you know, what are the things that we don't even realize that we've stifled the emotions that we've stifled that just want to be felt. And they don't want to be felt in a way of like to use as material to fucking be cruel to ourselves. Right. It's not like, oh, this person used me and all I'll ever get is people that use me and my whole life will just be full of emptiness and loneliness and useriness. That's not why we're, that's, that's a mental story. But the feeling, the feeling of feeling used or feeling abandoned or feeling hurt, um, that needs to be felt and nurtured and really given a lot of generosity and gentleness. So this week, the theme that I've picked for the energy report, November 4th through 10th, 
is feeling my feelings gives me freedom. You know, I've been saying this a lot recently, but it's not, our feelings won't kill us, but our thoughts try to, okay? Like the way that we create a story around our feelings, that's where the pain really is. To feel our feelings is the crying, the purging, the physical just release of it. Similar to laughing, similar to taking a poop, you know, similar to, similar to sneezing. You know, it's a physical thing that happens. But then our mind is what makes all of the storyline and makes it so uncomfortable. So it's important to really catch ourselves where we are psychologically pressuring ourselves with our minds instead of just allowing the feelings to come up and surrendering, you know, without trying to get out of it, without trying to dull it through alcohol and uh, weed or whatever kind of like things like that. So um, the weekly theme this week is feeling my feelings gives me freedom. Alrighty, the tarot that I chose this week uh, that came up, that popped up for us, is the sun. The Osho Tarot has a beautiful description of the quality of this card. It says, Zen says that if you drop knowledge, and within knowledge everything is included, your name, your identity, everything, because this has been given to you by others. If you drop all that has been given by others, you will have a totally different quality to your being, innocence. This will be a crucifixion of the persona, the personality, and there will be a resurrection of your innocence. You will become a child again, reborn. We're letting go of our mistrust of the divine, of our doubting of ourselves by releasing the past. It's, it's natural to, when cruelty happens to you to see life as cruel or to even believe that that's what you deserve. And this is a releasing of that, releasing of those old systems of ideas and beliefs and thoughts. And from this release will come a new sense of self. The sun tarot speaks to the light shining through for us all. And remember, the wound is where the light gets in. The ritual this week that I've chosen is purification. This ritual is about release, cleansing, and purifying. A very interesting thing happens when we do a physical cleanse. It allows emotions to be cleansed and facilitates a purifying on every level, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. You might commit this week to just seven days, which is the number of spiritual truth, without nicotine or alcohol, weed, sugar, coffee, wheat, meat, dairy, Instagram, TV, or whatever it is that you know that you need a break from. It doesn't have to be any of the things on that list. It could be something just completely unique to you. Something that you know that you need to purify and really take a break from. So you might bring in some intermittent fasting this week. You might, uh, an intermittent fasting is where you eat for like eight hours and then you don't eat and you just do like tea or something like that for uh, 16 hours so that your body just has time to renew itself. Um, you might get a massage this week instead of that. Maybe you need help 
releasing toxins, so you get a nice massage. Perhaps you visit a sauna, or maybe you treat your shower like a steam room and get put some essential oils in the bottom of it and do some body scrubbing. Make your own at-home body scrub and really just help that body to move those toxins. Maybe you turn the uh, the shower from hot to cold while you're in there and just help the skin to really detoxify uh, or helping your body to detoxify through the skin. Perhaps you this week work on a daily energy clearing every single day through the use of yoga. There's lots of um, online yoga classes. I really like Yoga with Adrian on YouTube, right? It's free. You can go on there and maybe there's a seven-day challenge that you can do to just help your body to move. Maybe you're doing mudras, hand yoga, and helping to clear the energy that way. Or maybe you're using meditation. Intention and follow-up with a disciplined action matters. So it's only seven days. What can you do to help you purify your physical carrier this week? So again, a little reminder, be patient and gentle with yourselves and with one another. This is a very sensitive time for us collectively. Everyone everyone has wounds that they carry. It doesn't matter how rich they are or what they have attained in this life. We still all have wounds. And in some way, we've all experienced many hurts that can rise up emotionally at really inopportune times. You know, for me, this last week was really crucial to my emotional growth. Yet it was very difficult and it required a lot of support, care, and nurturance. How can you be extra gentle with yourself at this time? How can you nurture and love yourself through the feelings that might be coming up? How can you make grounding and breathing a more rigorous part of how you begin your day? The lungs are connected to the heart chakra. Breathing is like one of the best ways to invite love into your into your body, into your life, into your day. Every day, just a simple act of intentional breathing. Really, (sighs) my heart chakra, (laughs) right? That's as simple as it needs to be. So how can you make that a rigorous part of how you begin your day? Let your thoughts and actions be kind, most importantly towards yourself this week. So there's two transits that I want to talk about this week. The first one is on Tuesday, uh, the 5th of November. Mars in Libra is going to square Pluto in Capricorn. So Mars, our action and warrior energy, our aggression, it's still an indecisive yet harmonizing and fairness-oriented Libra. And on this day, we will see it in some serious friction with Pluto, the great detective, lord of the underworld, in this career, ambition, authority, and masculine-directed energy of Capricorn. This could be a tense day for us if justice has not been served. This energy can point to abusive power, and with the moon in Pisces during this transit, we will feel very, very sensitive to those places inside ourselves and what we see in the collective where cruelty lies. Tempers might flare during this energy. We might feel propelled into action, or we may feel extremism in terms of manipulation, control, and security drives. This would be a really good day to move energy, take a boxing class, dance hard, 
channel those deep emotions that may come up into something creative. Be sure to check in with your motivations if you find yourself involved in crisis and drama. It's great to assert yourself. It's great to have strong boundaries. But where does that tip over into like enjoying conflict, right? So just really having that push-pull between what serves me and then what doesn't serve me. So this could be a pretty tense day. And we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff going on in the collective right now with the impeachment inquiry in, in, uh, in America. Um, you know, there's wildfires and there's crisis in Chile and there's, there's just all kinds of things going on. And so obviously we see this, um, we're seeing this perpetuated everywhere. And as we come to terms with masculine energy, not male energy, but masculine energy, that force, that, that, that action, that fixing, that doing, that purpose, that drive energy, and where it doesn't serve the feminine, the receptivity, the creation, the feeling, the creativity, right? We're seeing it really coming to a head all over the world right now, right? With fascism, with like extremism in power. So on an individual level, we're experiencing this shift and on a collective level, we're experiencing it and we're seeing it playing out. Um, So, you know, this could be a day where we see things playing out collectively that are really tense. So really slow down, be patient. Again, Mercury is retrograde. It's a time to really be calm in the way that you move through your life, even when it's chaotic outside of you. Take extra time. Really, really slow down. You know, accidents happen during Mercury retrograde. So if you can take your time, be really grounded, really check out your surroundings, stay in that lovely body of yours. That is going to be something really imperative on Thursday, the 7th of November, with Moon conjunct Neptune, both in Pisces. This is going to be a really, another really foggy day, I believe but also could be a day of, ex- of, of really understanding what unconditional love is, really understanding compassion. With the moon, which is our emotions, our inner persona, our receptivity, very much our inner feminine energy, in Pisces still on this day, and connecting in an exact transit with Neptune, which is our spirituality, our shadow, the dissolver of ego, unconditional love, our karma, also at home in Pisces. So they touch in, in, in an exact way on this day. The veil is going to be incredibly thin, right? This day might feel very emotional, very foggy, very otherworldly. Meditation could be powerful on this day. The sound bath, you know, doing something like um, uh, breath work or something like that could be very, very good. I really have to state, though, and I know I do it all the time. You're probably fucking sick of me harping on it. When you drink alcohol, when you smoke weed, you go unconscious. When you go unconscious, energies come in that you may not, in your conscious mind, you may not choose them. In your unconscious mind, uh, they can be very exacerbating. They can be very uh, exhausting. They can find a vibrational match in places of wounding within you, and they can psychically overload you. Sobriety is important. 
It's important. If I want to be not sober, I ask myself, why do I want to go unconscious right now? That's the question I ask myself. Why do I want to go unconscious right now? What am I afraid of feeling? What am I afraid of, period? And I try to move through that with clarity. You do not need any kind of inebriant in order to have a powerful uh, spiritual experience. You don't need it. I've done every kind of acid, mushroom. I've done every kind of like psych- psychedelic. You don't need it. I promise you. In order to have, you can have that same exact experience every day if you are conscious and clear in the way that you take care of yourself. But that takes a lot of discipline, a lot of practice, and it means you actually have to move through a lot of fears that you might have. So, on this day, Moon in Pisces has the ability to feel fully in connection with our environment. Okay, it feels the full spectrum of what's going on, and that can be overwhelming. So getting grounded into your body in the morning, make the effort, try to stay away from those stimulants and those depressants. Even over-caffeination is ju- can be just as bad as drinking alcohol, right? You're going to be receiving enough information energetically already. So if you make any sort of art or if you write, this is a great day for a channeled piece. This is a, there's a lot coming through this energy. And at the very least, this is a good day to purge stuck emotions. A big theme of this current Mercury retrograde. Okay, with this, with this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, really purging of our vulnerabilities. And, you know, we're purging all of these deep things that, that keep us from our initial innocence as a child, right? Where all the doubting systems came in, where all of the... Um, feelings of worthlessness, all the things that made us feel not connected to that divine innocence that we, we initially came into the world with. What do children need? What does that inner child need? Well, in, children don't need to get drunk. They don't need to go fuck a stranger. Okay, What they need is they need to eat wholesome foods. They need playtime. They need rest. They need creativity. They need a hug. They need verbal communication that is encouraging. These are things that we need when we don't feel good. We need to treat ourselves the same way we would a precious child that we loved. You know, the same qualities that we would give to them is what we are really calling out for in our nurturing. Next week, we have a powerful mental portal on Monday with the 1111 vibration, which I'll talk about in the next uh, energy report. And the very next day after that is a full moon. So take note of the intentions that you set back then during the new moon in Scorpio a couple weeks ago. What is coming full circle? You know, what have you, what have you really been, how have you really been nailing those intentions by working through all of the material that keeps you stuck from attaining those intentions? If it hurts, it's healing. We must be really good parents to ourselves during these times of emotional and psychological pain. I love you guys. I love you guys. And I believe in you. And I I believe in you because I believe in my fucking self. And I know that, like, 
I've been to the bottom of the barrel, the depths of my own fucking hell. And you can come back up out of it. You know, you can come back up out of it. I was a suicidal drug addict who tried to commit suicide by wrapping a plastic bag around my head after taking an overdose of pills. My friend just happened to find me in those crucial moments before I was, I I wouldn't have existed. I really wanted to die. And I found a quality of life that is so different than what I ever imagined it could be. But I did the fucking work and I didn't treat my healing like an event. I treated it like a, um, step-by-step practical and, uh, daily ritual and I just kept going I've just kept going and every day I just keep going and I know you can do it I know you can do it and I really believe in you and I believe in my in my clients and my listeners and I gotta tell you I'm so fucking grateful for you I'm so grateful that you would combat your own psychological traumas and pains and wounds in order to shift the dynamic of the world that we live in from a place of ignorance and density and animalistic. um, And I don't, I mean, animals can be really beautiful too. I mean, more like this like innate survival instinct that to have power and to control. And you're overriding it with intellect, reason and empathy. I mean, that's fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful, and I'm so grateful for you for doing that. I want to say thank you to last week's Venmo donors um, and Energy Report supporters, Ash and Sarah. Thank you so much for your exchange of energy. Exchange is important to the work. If you'd like to exchange energy with me with a donation, you can do so by becoming a patron of the newsletter uh, for uh, any amount, you know, a dollar a month, five dollars a month. Um, or you can make a one-time donation via Venmo. Um, all of that information is linked in the show notes, or my Venmo is at Rebecca-Conran, or my Patreon is linked in the show notes. Or you can share this with a friend. Um, all of your support is very meaningful to me, and that exchange really keeps the energy flowing for these reports. Um, I look forward to connecting with you guys next week uh, for all of my sessions any inquiries that you have about my uh, private retreats etc in Narrowsburg, New York you can visit www.rebeccaconran.com and I will speak to you next week sending you all love <laughs>